Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Do you like waffles? Yeah, we like waffles. Do you like pancakes? Yeah, we like pancakes. Do you like Was he saying pizza party? <laughs> pizza, pizza party with Kobe. For years, I mean, he's gotten much better. I guess clearly he did a reality show or something like that, but Shaquille O'Neal, when he was off after games, he's just like a mic in his face, and he literally, like, I don't know if it was from putting his head down here or something. Yeah, yeah he, he could compl- like, you can't understand a like, damn thing he says. Which and yet now he's a color com- or not color uh, 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 oh, oh, he's whoa. a color commentator man. That's true. oh man <laughs> wow oh, I should really I think things through before I say this welcome folks it's Geek Shock I am Master Torgo the famous Paul 80's Jeff Commander K just Michael and welcome back to Sweet Betty D. Yes, Sweet Betty D. Wow. Back by popular demand. Yes. Matt, good to have you back. Fans asked for it. And one one fan got asked it. for it, actually. Yeah. He's our biggest by, fan. So. Back by one person's popular so demand. He gets it. <laughs> our biggest fan gets his request. I'll be honest, I just come for the Mexico. <laughs> come for the Mexico. Everyone Stay for the for slanderous, yeah. adulterous talk. I am high as a kite. Andale. <laughs> to the bistro. Oh, boy. So, gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? Hmm, what did I do that was geeky this week? Oh, I just played more Cold Sept. Man, you are on a roll with <laughs> that. I, I, like a game a week. I love that fucking game. Wow. Is it yeah. still like two-hour games? Uh, this one was like an hour and a half. Okay. One bad. I kind of tromp, trounced this one because I was playing with another uh, like a, a computer partner. This this one was a... A two, match game? It was a two-person game, yeah, yeah and it was, it was a lot easier. Yeah, and my deck is kind of killer now, so... It was good. So flying through it, Barry style? Barry, not quite Barry style, right. no, but it was a lot of fun. Because Barry is listening to this podcast, by the way, as you speak. So That's feel free to, to just run his name through the mud. Did you get shot yet, Barry? Yeah, he might not, he might not survive <laughs> to <laughs> listen to this. might not be there. The Barry moved out to Texas last week. Yeah, he sent me a message Fuck saying uh, no game night this week because he's in Houston. <laughs> and oh, I, is he in Houston? Yeah, and I, yeah. I, and I told oh, him. Oh, I love him, man. I'm going there March 9th. <laughs> Are you for real? That's great. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I sent him back a message saying that I don't game with the rednecks. So <laughs> no more. Fun. Where are you going there? There's a, a new movement theater, new movement improv theater in uh, Houston. Well, that's something they're we got to turn Barry on to then. Yeah, yeah. Because he's doing been a, looking for funny uh, stuff. Uh, fun a stuff Herald too. Festival. Oh, so really? I'm teaching. I teach a <laughs> alternative version of the Herald called the Speed Herald. Except that Barry doesn't like improv. Remember, he just doesn't like improv. He likes it all right. He likes it he, when it's no, good. Yeah, he, he should. He just can't stand bad improv. Nobody it, likes it, bad improv. Yeah. If you, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh man, I got a hanger for some There's terrible some improv. <laughs> Somebody, Let's go, you know what? No, there, no, there, there have been when it's. There's there's bad improv. I guess I guess nobody likes. If it's mediocre gonna go bad, improv. you want it to go real bad. Yeah, nobody likes mediocre improv. Yeah, I like train wreck improv. Yeah. To a point. I also, but also, if you move to a new city. I feel like just t- taking improv class is a good excuse just to meet a ton of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I always tell people just go take a level one class. You don't have to sign up for another one, but then you get like 16 drinking buddies mm-hmm. right off the bat that have different yep. occupations. And if anybody needs drinking buddies, it's Barry. Yeah. And if he wants, you know, funneling buddies, then he should try the college short form group and then you can just drink harder. It's <laughs> true. Funnel Buddies, by the way, is the name of cat toys I'm putting out. <laughs> that could go many ways. Funnel Buddies. Meow. <laughs> okay. Whiskers down the drain. Well, I saw a fantastic band this week, guys. i got to tell you about it. Uh, they're called the Guilty Pleasures. They're here in Las Vegas. Uh, caught them at uh, Mandalay Bay, their Missoula Lounge. Um, 
their gimmick, I guess you could say, uh, not gimmick, but focus, is uh, Yacht Rock. Uh, that's 70s, 80s, easy listening standards. Things like uh, Hall & Oates. Christopher Cross. Toto, Christopher Cross. <laughs> that's what Sailing. they focus on. But they do it in a way that is both tongue-in-cheek and making fun of the material, while at the same time giving it reverence. It's a, a fine line they walk, and they're very entertaining. Hmm. Um, I think it's the perfect line to walk. It, it's, yeah. It, I mean, because it could fall either way, and if they did, it wouldn't be as entertaining, but they're just perfect. Do they dress up? Or? Yes. Uh, I mean, the drummer look, dressed up like the captain of Captain Tennille. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Daryl Dragon, everyone. <clears throat> John Celentano comes out as Michael McDonald and remains Michael McDonald for the whole show. Does he talk like him? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, he does. Sing, sings exactly like him. Uh, uh, Vinnie Paul of Pantera oh, was in the man. audience. Apparently, he's a huge fan of theirs. And mainly because of two particular tracks that they play. Uh, they do, uh, aside from perfect covers of these original songs... Uh, they also do a cover of Ender Sandman mm-hmm. and uh, Rock You Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions. But they do them as if Michael McDonald had written them. And it is phenomenal. That, that was awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. Pretty and, good. They, and he does this huge story at the beginning of how that all came about. How I thought he you were going to tell me they did a... They did a oh. <laughs> Oh, it is a whole story? Oh, he, yeah, he, he does this whole story about Michael how McDonald. this song came to be. Oh, my God. It has Mike McDonald. As Michael McDonald. <laughs> oh, that is great. Yeah. <laughs> so and they play around town, but they, they do a lot. At, What's the uh, name again? Uh, the Guilty Pleasures. The Guilty Pleasures. Yeah, they uh, check them out. They have an online website. You can see some videos of some of their stuff. But highly, highly entertaining. They did uh, three sets that night. So That sounds rocking. Mm. Mix it pop. Mix yeah. it pop. <laughs> <laughs> and two late, two days later, I went to go see Anthrax. That was a palate cleanser. Wow! <laughs> I thought you were going to say he did a Pantera tune. Uh, no, but apparently Vinnie Paul goes there all the time, brings his friends to come see those tracks, walks up to the stage, and just lays bills on the stage for the band. Just I just saw him walk up and just open his wallet and just toss it out. Wow! Yeah. So Good guy. They, in fact, so much so that they played uh, both those songs in earlier sets. And when he came in later on, they replayed those songs because he was laying out bills. So, Vinny Paul making it rain. Yeah, it made, it for for seventies, eighties yacht rock standards. It was surreal. No better reason. So yeah, go check them out. Guilty Pleasure is an amazing band. I don't think anyone will ever make it rain for me for any reason. <laughs> <laughs> think of you wait. Your time's coming. I will try. Houston, Houston will make it rain for you. <laughs> This is make a rain bullets. <laughs> beer bottles, beer bottles. Yeah, yeah. There I'm waiting to meet that person who just loves horrible, stinky poops. <laughs> I'll be like, brother. I'm make it rain in here. You going to take a deuce, Paul? Go take a deuce here. Let me make it rain. Here you go. Fuck in that bathroom. Yeah. Make it rain. Benjamin, Benjamin, Benjamin. Yeah. yeah. Shit, motherfucker. Oh, oh here it comes. Throw, throw down them dead press. Oh. Woo. Hold on. How long are you going to take it? Have time to go to the ATM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this co- this colon is spastic enough for you to go get a dinner. <laughs> oh, man. I, I think that qualifies as performance art. <laughs> uh, you mean like what those two fart. did just now? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, see, this is where I should have my soundboard. I could have done the rim shot on that. <laughs> Rim oh, shot. You really me. want that shot? The rim bullet. shot will be plenty it's a taken. Shot off the rim with balls involved. <laughs> there are two, fil- two filthy rims involved in that activity. Uh, uh. <laughs> 
That was the pitch and the home run grand slam. Uh, only took eight minutes to go filthy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a long time. He made it rain and my rim is shot. <laughs> uh, wow. Oh, it'll never be the same. <laughs> I shouldn't have had all those bugles. <laughs> I, if this is the grossest you've gone fast, then I blame me. Me. No, 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 this is actually the longest it's taken for us to go gross, I think. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, oh, yeah. good. This is a long Yeah, no, that, I've been, I've been holding record. it back. Then I'll take full credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take full I'm a bit on my good behavior now. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. Free, free, yeah, free. Whenever you've ever been on good behavior, Paul. <laughs> 30 seconds into the show, it's like racial, racial joke. Dick racial slur. Rachel joke. Fart. Rachel joke. Oh, I, yeah. take that back. I do. No. <laughs> Dude, I'm half Rachel. I make Rachel jokes all the time. My mom is Rachel. <laughs> that bitch should have married Ross. Oh, you take that back. <laughs> Rachel joke. Oh, man. <laughs> Rachel will always be friends, won't it? Oh, For, yeah. Forever. Yeah, you can't yeah. name your kid Hold Rachel on. now. Same with Phoebe. Phoebe is a friend thing too. Yeah. Same with uh, Marcel the monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Don't name don't name your monkey, monkey Marcel. Marcel. Just, People yeah. be like, oh, like friends. Be like, oh. no, it was a. <laughs> He's a mine. God damn uh, it. It's like, right. It's like friends. <laughs> no more Joey's. Joey's, I feel like is, you, no, can't that's safe. you can't own Joey. Can't own Joey. Ross is kind of borderline. Ross, Ross because you got like Ross dressed for less. Yeah. Which is you know. Chandler done. Yeah, Chandler. Chandler Bing, definitely. Uh, Chandler's yeah, taken. Yeah, that's, and that's testament to his Ms. performance. Miss Chandler Bong. Miss Chandler Bong. Yeah, I guess you could name a girl Chandler, and they wouldn't know what was going on. <laughs> They'd <laughs> still be friends. Yeah, that's true. By the way, Paul, thanks for the cookies. cookies oh no, great. thank you, uh, Rick. Yeah, uh, man, those are great. Yeah, Rick and Trish uh, provided delicious uh, cookie snacks. So oh, thank you, Rick and, and Trish. And thank you, Barry, for being in Houston because there were only five cookies and I would have lost out again if you were here. So. Oh, And Matt totally missed commander. out on the cookies. Yeah, what, what, is, what, what cookie? What no cookies. Amazing. They were so good. good. What the cookies most amazing oh, Nutella they were, cookies. They were really good incredible. Nutella cookies, actually. Incredibly good. <laughs> they were really yeah. good. Wow. You guys say. Changed but my life. There you were got five of them. I'll let, myself, I'll let myself out. Ah. <laughs> Through the rim. You got, you got a Mexico. Not everybody gets a Mexico. That's true. I'm actually fine. I'm actually fine. Actually, everybody gets a Mexico. 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 <laughs> that, that cookie would have cut into my high. Yes, of the ugly couch show. Get it cut into your Mexico. high. It would have taken the Omni bag. Hotel. <laughs> I'm high on real Mexican sugar. <laughs> Mexican cane sugar, oh. man. You guys are all purple horse dragons to me, right? <laughs> that's what. That's what. Are you hearing the opening guitar riffs from Minagata DeVito too? Oh, am I? <laughs> Everything's like moving real slow. Wait, it's not playing right now? <laughs> That's what you get when you watch a telenovela during a kissing scene. Real Mexican sugar. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Wow, wow that one was painful. <laughs> you didn't even sell it hard. The, no. <laughs> you didn't even sell it hard. No, I gave up on it halfway through. <laughs> You're like... This you practically fun. whispered the punchline into your armpit. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a dirty little secret. It was a dirty little secret. <laughs> I have this joke dirty. that's stuck in my brain. Here we go. Here if we I don't go. say it, I can't say anything else. Get this crap out of here and make room for the good stuff. There Got to do it. Got to unload the room. shit. Little rim shot. Yep. Hey, so on my flight back from Australia, I saw a movie that maybe only one of you in this room would have seen. Which is? It was called Another Earth. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. You have heard of it. I haven't, I haven't heard seen of it, it but I I literally, 
Someone told me to watch it, and, and it's, it's like an independent film that made it won some kind of award at Sundance. I say some kind because it, it, it couldn't have been a good one. Did it win the Independent <laughs> Spirit <laughs> Award? Like, like best sound editing? <laughs> yeah. It might have been something less than that. Like, hey, way to be here. You know, whatever. Like that. It was a best visual effects under 10 bucks. Early participation award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Consolation prize. Ribbon. But it had the guy, it had the guy from Lost in it. Uh, Ethan, the guy played Ethan, the creepy guy in the woods. Oh, really? He was in it. Yeah, he was in it. But uh, uh, it, I, I like, I want to watch it because I like sci-fi movies that take a huge concept and explore through a small story instead of trying to like yeah. do something epic. And so what happens is it takes place on the day that we discover there's, a, there's an identical Earth. Like it, it shows up like in a way that you can see it in the sky. Oh yes, I've seen the poster. Okay, cool. Yeah, the poster is definitely the, the best part. No, oh, it's maybe up. the award was for the poster. <laughs> and so. I, I, it has the thing where, where a girl, uh, 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 or spoiler alert, uh, in case... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like another, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, uh, so the, so wait, girl, wait, wait, first of all, guys, uh, go back a little bit. There's a spoiler alert. There's another Earth. <laughs> <laughs> back up. Spoiler alert. Okay. Oh, wait. So, spoiler alert. So you live on Earth. Earth. another Earth? <laughs> what? Spoiler, you live on Earth. spoiler alert. You live on Earth. You don't live on the other Earth. <laughs> yeah, you live on Earth you 1. Earth one? <laughs> spoiler alert, man. Matt was on a plane from Australia. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. It yeah. Earth or Earth? Like, so when you're on a plane from Australia, you will watch yeah, anything. It's Earth. <laughs> you're pretty much, Earth. yeah. Uh, so, so, so the girl's like looking out the window at the at the other Earth, and then she smashes into a car and kills a family. <gasps> what a dumbass! And this is like the opening thing. So, like, I'm not, uh, I'm not like we're like a much later plot point, but. So she, 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 she comes out of, uh, she gets out of jail for manslaughter. Spoiler alert, she gets out of jail. She gets out of jail for manslaughter. This is all real fast. It's all <laughs> the uh, so basically she wants to be a candidate to go on the first shuttle that's going to go to the other Earth because she basically like feels like she needs to like redeem herself or something like that. How could, how? Yeah, uh, she just wants to get she out. She wants to meet the other family? Yeah, she, yeah she's. Are they, are they the same people? Well, the movie goes on to figure out whether or not how, how that how that actually worked out. Was, Jeez, just skip ahead, Paul. Why don't you? Earth 2. <laughs> Yeah, we're not spoiling that part. For Premature okay. spoileration. Okay, so sorry. it sounds interesting, but it wasn't right. This thing, right? So the first like half hour is like really fascinating, but then they go to like this personal um, like relationship angle, right? Where she tries to go to like apologize to the guy that, and uh, she's she basically wimps out and ends up cleaning his house because that's what she is. She just becomes a janitor, so she's been cleaning the guy's house <laughs> and bonding with him. And this is really creepy. Like this is really weird and really creepy. On Earth Two. On Earth One. No, they know oh. we don't. We don't have any Earth Two action until. Does he know it's her? He well, that's not at first, right? He doesn't because she was a, a minor when it happened, and he went to a coma. So by the time he got out of the coma, she's a minor. He can't find out who killed his family. I thought that was actually pretty tight. I didn't mm. mind that. I was. I could so it sounds like they didn't disbelief. really need Earth Two. <laughs> that, that's, you know, it's, it's funny because that often happens. So far, I'm describing like a Law and Order episode. I just keep saying, like, and then she went to the grocery store, but there's another Earth there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's another it's like, Earth. It's like that's the only thing is you look up in the sky and there's another Earth. There's like, hmm, wonder what's going on in there. Like, oh boy, that, that is, thing's close. <laughs> that is borderline accurate. That is borderline accurate. That's fucked up. Um, no, because it's like in the anticipation of will she go or she go, and then like will there be pain or not about her going? Will it be a good thing or a bad thing? But uh, 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 th- there are times where I watch things as, I, uh, as someone who who likes to sometimes consider themselves an actor, where I I hear 
like a speech or monologue, and you're like, God, that is awful. But I actually just feel bad for the actor because I feel like there's no really way no to way to read these lines yeah. and to do these speeches yeah. without feeling like you're being a heavy-handed acting school actor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like some of Kevin Smith's dialogue right. can be a little bit meaty, exactly, a yeah. bit gristly to chew through. Yeah, um, uh, I agree. Uh, but uh, so, and then, but then when I when the movie was over, I looked it up online and I realized that the actors, uh, the the main actor. Uh, she played a hand in writing it. So I was like, oh, oh. now I lost all sympathy for <laughs> this movie. It's a victimless crime. There's nothing bitch. worse than, po- like, than you poorly written dialogue. The most like, heavy handed, <laughs> terrible plot <laughs> point. There was a plot point where, like, my wife and I were watching together. There's a point where we just looked at each other and we're like, done, done. It's <laughs> the worst plot point. Was it ever. when they looked up and went, Another Earth up there. <laughs> it was credits. when it was when <laughs> credits, credits at the end. Of it. <laughs> the last little minute, they come outside. That's another Earth. The moment was uh, when she when she went, when she finished cleaning something. She made a cup of coffee, and then she spit taked on the window <laughs> and, and said, oh, "Sorry, sometimes I forget." She did not. Credits. Did she? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Let me tell you something of it. If she did, if she did, if she did, it would have been an improvement picture. of what happened. Best picture. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Ah, through, I'm sorry. This I'm terrible. Sorry. That, see, that's our movie right there. Yeah. Another Earth. The spit tank world. <laughs> another Earth. Another, another Earth, right? Another, so another Earth. quote. Another Earth quote. So we, like, just call, we, just put we just do the same movie. Just put an apostrophe in front of it and just call it another Earth. <laughs> another Earth. <laughs> <laughs> like transmorphers. Like, way less drama. You know? what? Just way less drama. No one goes to jail. Not earth. Hey, man, what's up in the sky? Not an Earth. What? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I wish. <laughs> I wish I was on another Earth. You know where I'm at? Why? First Earth. <laughs> That, you know, it's funny. And then they cut to another, another Earth. <laughs> it's the exact same conversation. <laughs> Matt, you, you actually, you, you kind of hit on a lot of those. I've noticed that. I've seen some of those indie movies that are science fiction or fantasy. And they quite often get so wrapped up in their mundane storyline relationship thing that they really kind of bypass or forget their whole um, genre yeah, well, reason for being, their whole reason for being or yeah. curiosity. Yeah. yeah, it really felt like I was watching like what should have been like the pilot or something like that, or like something that should have taken place like over a TV show instead of watching trying to contain it into a movie. Uh, but like, uh, like there's another movie that a lot, not people, not a lot of people like, but I loved, which was Solaris. I love mm-hmm. Solaris, and I, I think that yeah. movie did a good job of also being small. On a huge sci-fi, and as well, and Moon, of course, was amazing. Moon, great, yeah, yeah. Moon was yeah. good. Yeah, Moon yeah. was great, and that's also a very tiny story in a larger. True, but yeah. there's no getting away yeah. from it, Moon, because you're on the moon the whole time, right? Yeah. And there are elements of that story that there are elements of the relationship and elements of the the facts of what happened in that story yeah. that are directly caused by the science, right, of that environment. Yeah, it's good. It's good. If that, then what? Work? Yeah, but okay. I guess if you've got another Earth. It's just like yeah, well, that was the same. <laughs> well, there's well, it's just like the moon. It's, it's just like moon, except you're stuck on the Earth. <laughs> Imagine like instead of being stuck on the moon, you're like stuck on the Earth. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wake up. <laughs> That's the pitch. Elevator. Elevator pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wake up. You are stuck on Earth. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. 
no way. There is no way off this earth. And every time, every time you check your email, you answer your phone, and everything just comes from Earth. Like it's all like it's right there on Earth. <laughs> That's a goddamn nightmare, son. <laughs> How does it end? Oh, you gotta fucking pay up, dude. We gotta make this movie. Wait, you gotta, not, you, you gotta do I see a green light? <laughs> you gotta bring out your producer. Your, your oh. <laughs> oh, boy. So, here's the thing. So, not a earth. You got... Don't... Don't tell me... Don't tell me about problems on the moon. We got enough for cock the people out here on this world. Let's talk about earth. He wakes up and he's on earth and he's like, oh my God, how, what did I do to deserve this fate? I smell Sundance winner right here. <clears throat> or at least best poster. Best poster. <laughs> it's perfect. You know what? I just shut off the movie and I just watched the poster for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine what could be. Probably a better story than that. The best thing about this picture is the location scouting. There's no budget for it. You're, you're on Earth. <laughs> Done. I love the the script that says uh, Interior Earth Day. That's the toughest. That's the hardest shot in the flick. Because we're actually in the crust of the mantle. Crust of the mantle. That pot is shot in a subterranean hellhole. Wait, but I don't understand. Aren't the you don't understand the, the crust of the mantle? Aren't those two separate layers? Listen, the crust of the mantle is where they meet, where they kiss. That's the romance. But I just... This feels authentic. Yeah, yeah. It should feel authentic because uh, it's on the earth. Mr. Producer, are you pitching a movie about dirt? Basically, <laughs> dirt. dirt is what. <laughs> Yeah. So All right, who's playing the part of the crusty man? I think it's, what is Pixar film? I know Pixar. Yes. So we're gonna have we're gonna have Larry King, Mini Driver as <laughs> as as the crust, and Larry King as the mantle. <laughs> I had to admit, when I read the script, I thought the roles were reversed. I thought Mr. Driver would be the mantle. Are you gay, son? (laughs) (laughs) All right, news you don't give a shit about. (laughs) Let's do a Spider-Man turn off the dark update. Oh, Oh, Lord. Uh, Spider-Man turn off the dark's long and frequently disastrous production seemed to improve precipitously. After the departure of original director Julie Taymor, and the musical just raked in the biggest single-week box office in Broadway history. Why? Because they charge a billion dollars per <laughs> ticket. And it, of course, happened in the uh, New Year's week, which everyone comes to New York. So, but Taymor is but, in the but, process. But Paul is one hundred percent right. It literally is just—it's it's the same, you know, the it's size the of the theater the and, and the amount that you charge per ticket. Yeah, yeah. it's big ticket price. <clears throat> but a lot of people are going. There's a, there's, I, I, I kind of know, there's a, there's a rumor. This is, this is real hot dirt, actually. I don't yeah, know if I should even I, say I, it. Is this, is this, this as hot room, as please. the crust of the mantle dirt? <laughs> that's hot dirt right there, my friend. You don't get any hotter there's unless you dig that, deeper. that we here who live in Las Vegas might also get to see that. I, 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 I've heard this as well. That it's a... Might it be taking the place of a king of lions or an opera-type phantomo? <laughs> <laughs> I, I figure Spider-Man fits real well the Venetian... <laughs> a lot of Italian Renaissance setup, yeah. They're gonna leave. They're uh, gonna leave the chandelier. <laughs> and he's gonna swing in on that fucker. Uh, so they're gonna make a quick rewrite. Spider-Man shoots a chandelier out of his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Marianne! Marianne! Mary Jane! 
fucking dumb an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Is this before Mary or after Ann he rescues the professor? Marianne! Gilligan's <laughs> Island! The musical! Would rock. <laughs> Somebody supposedly was working on that years ago. I believe it. I and I, and no I, I never thing. heard anything new about it. There's mm-hmm. no longer such thing as uh, there's no such joke anymore as blank the musical. Like you, yeah, whatever. It everybody is, seems to be doing it. You can do it. It just doesn't matter. Uh, but I would rather see Gilligan's Island the musical than Spider-Man. <laughs> Better watch out, bud. He's got radioactive blood. <laughs> <laughs> And he's swinging from the skies above inside. He gained it from a radioactive bite. <laughs> Close your butt and you. <laughs> anyway, you were saying. Yeah, Tamar is in the process of suing the current showrunners for making, quote, unauthorized and unlawful use of her work. And the producers are suing her right back. Broadly, they're suing her for breach of contract by not listening to producer concerns, but specifically for, quote, Tamar refused to develop a musical that followed the original family-friendly Spider-Man story, which was depicted in the Marvel comic books and the hugely successful motion picture trilogy based on them. Instead, Tamar, who admits that she was not a fan of the Spider-Man story prior to her involvement with the musical, insisted on developing a dark, disjointed, and hallucinogenic musical involving suicide, sex, and death. Unquote. And that's just pre-production. Uh, I would rather watch a musical about those two lawsuits. <laughs> that's, that's actually a fine a really idea. Lawsuit, the musical. Yeah. yeah, I would rather watch that. I'd, I'd go see that in two seconds. Spider-Man, the lawsuit, the musical. Yeah. <laughs> Turn off the lawyer. <laughs> Turn off the justice. Yeah. <laughs> and just try pleading a that's, That is the Walker, Texas Ranger musical. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off the justice. <laughs> For one night, Walker turns off the justice. <laughs> and Earth goes to hell. And then you look up. Second another Earth. Spit take. There could be another Walker up there. Hold on, Cheech Marin. Let's well, find out. Uh, I knew you don't give a shit about Marin. What? You're casting a great film, though. I will say that. <laughs> Uh, DC Comics has already taken a heat from the casual readers and fanboys alike for the hypersexualized treatment of Catwoman and Starfire and its new 52 reboot titles. Now it's Washington, D.C. news station Fox 5's turn. Quote, Today's comic superheroes would make Archie and Veronica blush, said reporter Sherry Lai as she kicked off her report. From there, What's weird is that Sherry Lai masturbates to Archie comics all the time. Well, d- don't we all? <laughs> so like... <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> so, right, Jughead. <laughs> so she opened up 52. She's like, where's the T's? <laughs> I'm, I'm hunting me some slow burns. There's no, there's no foreplay in this. There's no story here. I don't care about these naked ladies. <laughs> where's the steamy subtext? Where's the guy looking for the burgers? Where, where's the raccoon tail tied to the antenna in 1988? <laughs> From there, the story goes on to all the complaints you might expect. Starfire is practically naked and propositioning people for sex. Yeah. Batman and Catwoman are doing it on the rooftop. Bruce Wayne is having cocktails. Battles are too bloody and so on. Quote, unquote. And they brought in Dr. Neil Bernstein, 
a child psychologist who's also concerned that comic yeah. books like these are dangerous for quick kids. Oh, this sound oh familiar to anybody? God. You don't want to uh, read these. Uh, Quote, I dare kids to pull off that fuck fest. Quote, it's sort of like fictionalized Playboy for they kids at its get worst. wieners hard, yeah. he said. Good luck getting a chick about a roof with a cocktail. <laughs> Good luck, kids. <laughs> you do that, you get a scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, it's a mystery. Barry, were you caught up on a roof dressed in a tuxedo, fucking a girl dressed like a cat, holding Maybe. an authentically made martini? Maybe, what's it to you? No, I'm proud of you, son. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I love you, Dad! <laughs> Quoting Bernstein, it's a misrepresentation of reality. It sends the wrong message, unquote. Uh, Lie also got someone in comics to answer for these sins in the form of Jared Smith, president of Big Planet Comics in Virginia. Smith discusses DC's efforts to boost sales and pull in new readers, but never once does he deny that these are more mature comics. In fact, he says he steers kids to less graphic books when they come into the store. But Lie, the reporter, <clears throat> needs to see how younger kids, you know, the ones who aren't supposed to read these, feel about the comics. So she takes some to a local middle school. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> And pedal smut. That's right. The reporter who's concerned about kids seeing these comics actually goes and puts the comics in the kids' hands. Quote, there's a lot of sexual activity, one kid says while looking at Catwoman number one. <laughs> while another looks at Detective Comics number one and since she can ever hope to be. <laughs> oh, seems like this lady has a proclivity for this casual sex. <laughs> I'll wager her uh, mother and father had very laissez-faire rules about the house. She's probably just acting out. <laughs> <laughs> Last year she did the same investigative report with marijuana. <laughs> Kids are more easily addicted to dope. Watch, I took this weed out of high school. But instead of smoking, I packed them into delicious chocolate chip cookies. This potent bud disguised as a harmless toll house fucked up all of this Miss Johnson's third grade class. That class was still watching the DVD series of Earth <laughs> to this day. They're still there. They have been in that same room. One kid fused to their chair with fecal matter. <laughs> and another kid making it rain. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Jared Smith is seen throughout the report as emphasizing that the books are intended for mature readers, but Bernstein doesn't seem convinced. He flips through the comics and notices ads for Lego and milk and decides something Lego fishy is milk. going on. Something. Quote, why are we advertising for little kids in a comic book that's rated for mature teens? He asks, because adults reading comics would never drink milk or touch a Lego block. Well, see, yeah, that's what they don't get. It's like, buddy... I don't know if you know if you've priced out some Legos recently. Yeah, but that ain't no cheap shit. Yeah, no, yeah, no kids aren't no, buying that. Yeah. No, certainly not an allowance. No, and no. oh god, you guys have you seen the DC Legos that are out now? No, they've started. Yeah, they're starting to be hit. Great. No, I didn't like these first oh, this first wave. Oh really? It, they were kind of like there was like Batman Bionicle. That's not fun. No, it looked like Bionicle, but yeah. like Batman. I was like, uh, get. I want my, some Legos with the. But I'm, I'm looking for my Marvel figures anyway. So, what I mean, they, they had Spider Man for a while, but what bugs me about the story is, is they, at one point the reporter and the uh, comic shop owner take the perspective like they can influence kids, right? Like, 
like if they didn't sell, like kids wouldn't find a comic book they wanted yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that coming in the owner would be like, why don't you guys check out these this nicer comics over here? Like you'd walk in and just like kids like don't have any will or like we, we, we live in the internet world. The kids know what stuff is. Well, not only totally. that, but it's a story about how comics are being written for adults and that the whole thing emphasized by everybody involved with the shop is like, these aren't for kids. Kids shouldn't be reading these. And the only times these ever go into hands of kids in the whole story is when the reporter puts it in the hands of kids. (laughs) Now, what do you think about comparing this to a Playboy, Andy? (laughs) (laughs) Now, you think that's bad. Check out this kinky shit where people pee on each other. (laughs) Look at that. Oh, Pantheon. Yes, that is an authentic over 50. Like club or something. (laughs) Authentic over 50. (laughs) <laughs> now go back to the comic. You don't have a heart on, do you? <laughs> <laughs> That's that, that, that great South Park episode with the internet. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, where the internet goes away and Stan, he's gotten so desensitized to online porn that it has to be like eight geishas shitting on each other, <laughs> you know, inside of a inside of a desiccated panda before you can even start to get hard. It's so funny. <laughs> Much yeah. like uh, Carl on Aquatine. Exactly. The same kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, you got to do some horrible stuff for me to even figure a tingle down there. <laughs> if you're enjoying it, I'm not. News you don't give a shit about. <clears throat> a new hot dog on the scene in Vancouver is shoving aside other fancy contenders to claim the title of most expensive hot dog. A new hot dog is shoving aside other contenders. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> It's so gross. Oh. That's a pretty pushy hot dog you got there. He's pushing on my other wieners. But whose language? Is that your language? Uh, it's a combination of language, really. Diners can <laughs> dig into a dragon dog. Don't at, dig into my dragon dog while it pushes on At Doggy Dug Hot Dogs for just $100. Whoa. Fuck off. Whoa. Fuck <laughs> off, $100 hot dog. The footlong sausage is made with a bratwurst infused with century-old Louis XIII cognac. Oh, wow. Which costs more than $2,000 a bottle. Right. <laughs> Other ingredients. I'm sorry. Jeff, just matter of fact, <laughs> Jeff's like, I'm in. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff well, validates and enables. Of course. <laughs> Louis XIV cognac. $2,000. Sounds, that sounds market appropriate. Yeah. I was a bartender. <laughs> I had that shit. But it just kills me. I believe you could eat Louis Thirteenth for less. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so you were a bartender you know, like 150 bucks a shot no i never got to serve any of it it just it sat there but yeah it's like it's like 150 bucks <laughs> What's a shot the point of having that shit no i'd be like yeah that's some expensive shit the bottles themselves are worth uh, yeah they're made out of crystal and yeah the, and the bottles yeah, exactly are worth a bunch of money and yeah, that's it's it's expensive. Well, stuff. everybody knows about this fancy drink, but me. <laughs> it has alcohol in it at all. That's why it's true. It's outside your wheelhouse. It's not made out of it's not made out of Louis the Fourteenth cotton candy mix. Oh man, I'd be on that shit. Ancient sugar. So what else is in Mexican this hundred dollars? This hundred dollar. Yeah, what the hell is in this hot dog? Other ingredients include. I'm still waiting for them to say celebrity pussy. <laughs> celebrity pussy. Only hundred dollars. Wasn't that what we had last time? <laughs> I'm not going back this, there. Yeah, you, you brought it up. No, I want actual celebrities' stuff. vaginas. <laughs> like a piece in like, a hot dog. Like 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 post labiaplasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, that's what hot dogs are made of, isn't it? <laughs> lips and old post-porn stars and giant cow lips. Cow lips. Cow lips. Cow lips. Cow lips is just slang for distended <laughs> labia. <laughs> you say cow lip. Beef say? lips. I'm thinking of Jenna Jameson, 1986. Jenna Jameson. <laughs> I'd pay a hundred bucks for that. <laughs> She, she looks like she's got a cleft palate down there now. It's terrible. It's not true. I love you, Jenna. And your, you and your angry, beat-up boy, <laughs> boyfriend, Ortiz. Tito Ortiz. Or I guess, I don't know if they're still together. They oh, were together until she heard this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now you blew your job. Now she's in jail. <laughs> Anyway, you were Other saying. ingredients include Kobe beef seared in olive and truffle oil. Is it Ooh. Kobe's beef? Fresh lobster and a secret picante <laughs> sauce. Secret picante. Yeah. Secret, secret picante. picante. That's the fucking 007 of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Hola. I'm secret picante. Agent picante. <laughs> you in my office. <laughs> we got to talk about something. Yeah. Take my badge. I have no respect for the law. You can't quit the secret orders of the Mexican tortillas. <laughs> I can. I'm already there. What, you think you're above the law, secret pagate? Hey, see this picture of your daughter? <gasps> I fucked her last night. Oh, my God. You have betrayed my trust and my family security. <laughs> Get out of the whole place of Mexico. And that brings us a weekend geek. <laughs> have a drink, yeah. everybody. I, I want to take us back real quick. Talking hot dogs. I went to a... Uh, uh, Secret picante no, meeting? No, no, no. Underground uh, picante fight? Bull, bull doggies. Bull doggies uh, the other day, and uh, it was really good. Korean-infused hot dog stuff. Made with Koreans? <laughs> with actual Koreans. Made, made, by, actual Koreans. made by Koreans, I think. That sounds uh, delicious. It is, it is really good. It's on uh, Sahara and uh, Fort Apache. Made out there on the other side of town. Koreans. Yeah, right. Koreans. But uh, really good. Like, like you know, a, a really good beef hot dog. So, like, the hot dogs themselves are really good. And then... Uh, Top with like kimchi and hot sauce and bulgogi and wow. Anyways, that just reminded me of the uh, the terrific hot dog experience. I do me. love me a good wiener. Does it cost hundred dollars? It, mm-hmm. it doesn't cost a hundred dollars. So only five bucks for a hot dog. Okay. So. Was it the best hot dog you ever had? Um, yeah, I'd say that's the best hot dog I've ever had. Well, goddamn. But I've never paid a hundred bucks for a hot dog. So, so it's true. Kirsten, what's the best hot dog you've so ever had? Tried them all. Um, 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 uh, Gold Coast dogs charred. Dog, charred uh, Polish sausage right there on the Chicago Loop. What about you, Torgo? I've had some crazy one at Pink's I've enjoyed. I think the Harry Potter was my favorite. Oh. Yes. And uh, Jeff? I don't know. I can't really think of one that I was just like, oh my God, this is so good. Hot dogs. When Hot pressed, dogs. Jeff can never remember his favorite <laughs> wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Too many to choose from. Yes. <laughs> I think I, Crift, I went to a place called Crift Dog in New York. They do bacon wrap hot dogs, and they have a special like, Ooh, stuff down there. Yeah. Oh, Sounds fun. Everything is better. Really yes, it is. Um, yeah, I would say just a Nathan's famous. Yeah, like Nathan's. I was in a. Uh, I was in Austin, Texas. The big food truck, big food truck yeah, uh, yeah. city there. It's a great city, or big, awesome city. Just everything is great there. But uh, there was a food truck called Pig Vicious. I'm so nice. excited. Vicious. Nice. And they had bacon wrapped hot dogs. They had everything had some kind of pork or bacon in it. And they yeah. even had a bacon milkshake. God Holy crap. Ooh. And I went up there and I was like, I got to do it once in my life. I was like, I'll have a bacon milkshake. And they're like, oh, we're out of ice cream. Oh. And I was like, 
do you know how often one pulls the trigger on the bacon milkshake in their life? <laughs> you know, like, you only say, I'll have a bacon milkshake. Like, that, that should just regularly come out of your mouth all the time. So, like, in, I even had the nerve to do it in front of my wife, which I would never normally do under normal circumstances. In front of her, I said, sorry, honey, I want a bacon milkshake. And they're, like, out. And I was like, I, I felt depressed. I was like... How, did they did they give you any deets on how it's did done? You get the, did you get the whole crane shot of going, no! no! <laughs> Just me throwing gasoline on top of the trailer. <laughs> Why? Why do you make me do like, this? Funny you're, out of, funny you're out of Pig Vicious Milkshakes on your last day alive. And I do a match. <laughs> <laughs> what a kawinky dick. Uh, did, they, did you get a recipe? It, it was, uh, it's, it's, Sarah took a photo of it on her phone. It, 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 it actually, it, it's out of bacon, but also had like, almonds and all kinds of like really good things in it mm. that made it sound actually like really complimentary and delicious mm. it wasn't just a milkshake with bacon it was it was, a, it, was a, it was someone who understood food through the recipe together Hell, really i had dark chocolate covered bacon once and it was like the most amazing that thing sounds ever. awesome i thought that was like imaginary and then that, that, no, that started popping up everywhere they really have it i'm I, i'm in it's good bacon martini once it was really good too nice all right we very, can geek very smoking bacon geek liquid smoke <laughs> Dark Horse and Hellboy creator Mike Mignola have joined forces with a wilderness training organization to create a Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense, that's BPRD to you comic folks, or also known as Hellboy Camp in Oregon for kids, nine ages 9 through 17. According to the company, Trackers Earth, quote, recruiters, uh, sorry, recruits get actual field time during the entire camp. Learning is hands-on with essential survival skills such as shelter building, <laughs> stealth and tactical and martial arts training. But because this is a dark horse uh, adventure and this, and because it's Magnola, they made the entire experience feel like a true comic book experience with their description. So all the girls are dressed real slutty. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, find out if you have what it takes to join an elite team of paranormal investigators combating the forces of darkness from across the globe. We immerse you in tactical training of all forms, including survival skills in an environment both earthly and non, martial arts and self-defense specific to preternatural pre pre entities, hand-to-hand uh, -hand weaponry, we train foam swords, bows, and more, and forensic investigation. All these key skills that every agent must have, plus you are steeped in the history of our Bureau and legacy of paranormal research. Recruits 9 to 10 will train survival and field skills in local green spaces. They also spend their day investigating the haunted history of our city, pierce, piecing together the larger mystery involving around the legend of Adolf Ashoff, a real-life German homesteader whose fictionalized history you can read about online. Mm -hmm. The older campgoers will also investigate haunted history, but get to spend two nights at Camp Trackers near Sandy, Oregon, quote, to investigate reports of dark figures and strange happenings at the remnants of the old defunct town of Marmot. Here they search for the legendary and lost Pioneer Cemetery, also a true story, to ask local specters and spirits about the town's history and legend of Adolf Ashcroft. Are you just reading the brochure? Uh, kind of. The man who said it has sealed away an ancient evil upon founding of the town, unquote. What was the name of the town? Uh, Marmot. M-A-R-M-O-T. The cost is $292 for kids 9 to 10, uh, $398 for those 11 to 17. Wow, I set you up, Paul, and you just totally swing and a miss. Set name of the town? Marmot. 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 Yeah. yeah. It's Marmot. Not oh, Marmot. <clears throat> oh, sorry. <clears throat> That's, Should we go uh, back? No, it's okay. <laughs> Let's do that again. Uh, we don't have time to go back. Dog. Just read that whole thing about the camp again. <laughs> <laughs> the time. 
Kids these Paranormal days investigators. So when does Egon Spengler pop in? Mm. Yeah. God, it's Hellboy camp. Different I know it's Hellboy camp, different, but uh, they, they were pretty camp. generic about that. I think IDW has uh, Ghostbusters now. Oh, really? So, yeah. Ghostbusters tie-in. Don't cross Crossover. the franchises. You can't. Yeah. Don't cross the uh, franchises. <laughs> yeah. Come on, they do that all the time. I just saw. And they um, tend to break when they do. <clears throat> that's right. Especially IDW does. Uh, I just saw uh, the Ghost Hunters with uh, Door King, Hunters. Kings, yeah, Door Hunters Kings Island edition. Oh lord! <laughs> Seriously, they went yeah, to Kings Island. They went to Kings Island. What on earth did they investigate in Kings Island? Well, apparently there's a little girl ghost. All right. What at the beast? No, no, no. She hangs around the front gate, I guess. And they were trying to tie it in. Because there's little nothing cemetery. more fun than the Kings you know, Island front gate. There's a little cemetery gate. that's there's, right close there's to the front. There's nothing scarier than the front of a haunted place. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's that little. There's a little cemetery. There's an actual old cemetery right next to Kings Island. Like you, you drive past it in the parking lot. Uh, walked past it hundreds where of times. Where is this? Kings Island in Ohio. Okay. Just outside this is, Cincinnati. It's the theme park where I got my start doing shows and being a oh. Klingon. I actually worked there for two summers. I, I used to go there as a kid. Didn't you murder a girl time. by the front gate when you worked there? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, someone failed to give her a spoiler alert. She well, didn't see it coming. She, did, she didn't see it coming because I pointed to the sky and said, look, another earth. She's like, what? She's like, she's, huh? She spit her coke right into your eye. You're briefly like, blinded. That's it, bitch. <laughs> Death. No, apparently it's a little pioneer girl named uh, uh, Colorado Jane or some shit like that. Miss, Missouri Jane, I think, is her name. Missouri nice story, Jane. Paul. It's a little creepier if you say Missouri Jane. I think that's what it is, Missouri yeah. Jane. Then I'll and call so... her Missouri Ann when I make a joke about it later. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, Whoa. and they're all wandering around going, Missouri Jane, Missouri Jane. But then it's so funny because like, you, you read the posts and stuff, and you watch the show, and yeah, it's like they're at the front gate, and they're and then they're like, we followed the footsteps over to the haunted house. So the... the, the uh, the old, the old Phantom Theater? Phantom Theater is now, it's not like a... a Scooby-Doo thing, right? It's like a Scooby-Doo <laughs> thing. It's not a Spider-Man thing. It's a Scooby-Doo thing where like, it's like... A, like the Buzz, Buzz Lightyear ride in Disneyland, thing. yeah. But it's like, you followed the footsteps all the way across the goddamn park into Hanna-Barbera land? <laughs> That's a bullshit. long goddamn way. Bullshit. Everybody's calling bullshit. They're like, what? Follow what foot? You heard leaves. You heard what? You heard nothing. No way you follow. It's like, you, follow, you look on the ground and follow the beat. You might as well follow the beast feet. Follow the feet. He's like, it's like did, you, did you get tricked by that shit? You think the beast feet were, all, were, were fucking demon prints in, the, in, the, in, the, in uh, fucking dust? Like, what the fuck? Dumbasses. Uh, the footsteps sound like, ooh, 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 and I followed all the way to the merry-go-round. <laughs> <laughs> Those footsteps sounded like a merry-go-round. The Guys, I, honest, I don't think there's a ghost there. <laughs> <laughs> that there's that, and then they were like, and then they were like, uh, there's these doors at Whitewater Rapids that uh, people close the doors and you can't get out of the door. <laughs> Your imitation of these guys, they sound like a feat like Professor Stomps. Is that, are these accurate? I don't watch like, the show. Like, uh, there's this, there's this, uh, the small cabins all along Whitewater Rapids where, you know, we, we, we have to observe the, 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 the Doesn't raft. that show like they go somewhere in the muscle and they just turn the lights out and they just yell, ah, I think I see something. We, I call it door hunters because all they do is like, did that door move? Dude, that door moved. Commercial. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. What happened? To, or, or yeah. Or yeah. Or 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 somebody goes, ah! and then they go commercial, and then they come back, and go, ah! a bug, <laughs> all the time, yeah. all the t- like not once, all the time. Well, oh I don't shit! A bug. How how can a show keep going on? Because it, it probably cost them a dollar to make, <laughs> and 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 again, and, and, and they probably paid. 
Peyton and, Paul, in there. and Paul's the it. demographic that watches it. <laughs> I do watch yeah. it. I do watch there it. There you go. I used to DVR that shit before I got rid of my cable and realized they put it all up on YouTube anyway. <laughs> I DVR'd it, but then I'd fast forward just the reveal of yeah, everything. Yeah, that's it. I mean, even now I'm watching. I was watching it, and I'm like, even watching an episode about Kings Island, one of my favorite places on the planet, I fast forwarded it. They made it boring. <laughs> Ass clowns. But I did spend some time in the room that they were that they hung out in a lot, which was upstairs in what they called the International Restaurant. It's where we used to, yeah. where we did some training and stuff uh, before the park would open in preseason for our character work and stuff like that. So I was very familiar with the whole environment. What was your neat. character at King's Island? Voha, the Klingon. Oh, you did. I did the Klingon for for a full season there. Oh wow! Uh, when they had that, and then and then before that, I did. Uh, a host for a Mega Mesomania, which was a Double Dare show, basically a Nickelodeon Double Dare show. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. <sighs> Boy, I was a mess. <laughs> Literally, it was good. Good fun. The yes. MythBusters hosts have announced that they'll be producing a new show for Discovery called Unchained Reaction. The duo will serve as judges on the new show, which will pit two teams against each other while they build the most awesome Rube Goldberg device. Nice. The six-part series will feature Heinemann and Savage's judges. <laughs> plus a guest judge to decide between two teams comprised of various kinds of builders. Teams must consist of all artists, special effects experts, rocket scientists, engineers, etc. Each team will be tasked with building a specific Rube Goldberg contraption. Uh, That is a complicated yet oddly straightforward contraption in which a series of chain reactions taking place leading up to a final result. Yay, I want Rube Goldberg the TV show. That's... That's kind of cool. Yeah. Like they, that. They've built a couple of those devices on a few different episodes themselves. Do so they have to do this they're in perfect. response to their... Is there a lawsuit on their other show? Is that what no, they're no, they no. Can't no. Do this is just a, this just a whole new show. Through people's okay. Yeah, it's just a, another adventure. Yeah, yeah the, it's um, just... But yeah, I think I think they fell in love with the OK Go videos and then just kind of became... Hey, I fell, fell in love with OK Go videos. That's, yeah, that's a yeah, fantastic yeah. video. Best Rube Goldberg device I've ever seen. Pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I saw... Uh, there was a... I want to say it was on the History Channel, uh, a show where they were talking about Rube Goldberg devices, and they, there's some competition that goes on now, and then they went, they segued from that into the OK Go video and did a, a whole behind the scenes of it, like how many takes it took, because like the machines would never quite work right, yeah. oh, it, or yeah. or like you know like a marble would stick halfway down the track. It wouldn't go to, to move the thing. Yeah. And they, so they'd have to go completely back to the beginning. That's a reset. Because it was, a, reset. It was yeah. a, a one-shot video. And Oh, man. It was terrible how many times they had to re- redo well, you that. You see at the end that they, you know, they're they covering yeah. the paint already. So yeah, 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 you, yeah. you, you kind of wonder how many times, how many takes did that take? I think it was on Modern Marvels, if I remember mm. correctly, on History Channel. Modern Marbles? Modern Marbles. Modern Marbles. Modern Marbles. Yes. Oh, about... This marble looks like it was made yesterday. <laughs> What's interesting, though, is they did mention that uh, Rube Goldberg was a... Uh, um, an engineer turned cartoonist, and the reason he did that whole first comic was to show the absurdity of certain um, things of engineering. That you know, you, you know, how, how engineers tend to overcomplicate things. And, oh, okay. And but uh, apparently, there's a little known fact: he never ever built one of these devices, and he did many other comics. That was just one of the many comics that he did was the the overly complicated machines mm. that do a simple task. So oh. it's very, very, very interesting. If anybody did he also sees it, start touch. the mousetrap comics? <laughs> no. Well the thing was to draw, he actually set up a really complicated device that would move the pen or pencil. <laughs> he had to flip a man into a pan every time. <laughs> uh, speaking of games, Star Trek Catan. It exists. Really? What? Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> in Star Trek Catan, players start the game with two small space stations at the intersection of three planets, with each planet supplying resources based on the result of a die roll. Players collect and trade these resources, uh, dilithium, uh, tritanium, food, oxygen, and water, in order to build spaceships that connect regions in the galaxy, establish small and large space stations at new intersection points in order to increase resource acquisition. On a roll of seven, a Klingon ship swoops in to prevent research, uh, resource production on one planet. Klingons are the robbers. By the way, Barry, uh, last week on, uh, on uh, Big Bang Theory, they were playing Settlers of Catan. Yes, they were. And there was a really long, <laughs> protracted joke. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love that line, though, when he turns it. He's like, is he doing this on purpose? Yeah, right. And they're making fun of him. Like, yeah. Not that not that anybody else here cares, but right, I, yeah. I, I found it very amusing. Well, I love Catan, and they hit the nail on the head there. Uh, the, the one new element in Star Trek Catan compared to Settler's version is a set of character cards, each featuring one of Kirk, Spock, McCoy, Sulu, Scott, Uhura, Chekhov, Chapel, Rand, or Sarek. And Each Randy character Newman. card has two special powers <laughs> that the holder can use on his turn, such as a forced trade. The Randy game is expected Newman. to come out in March this year, but so far only seems to be slated for a German release. You got to be out of your mind if you think I'm going to get transported again. <laughs> that's, that's a decent I've Newman. been too many times. <clears throat> I done been to that world. I don't want to go back. (laughs) Give me a warp drive, baby. Warp me back to home. Warp me back to home. So I can fuck a green girl. (laughs) Yeah, I can fuck a green girl. Best original song from Another Earth. (laughs) Hey, I just happened to look in the sky. What the fuck is that? It's another Earth. <laughs> Randy Newman just spit Coca-Cola all over his piano. Trademark Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's trademark drink in my tongue. When you need to do a spit take, use Mexicoke. <laughs> For a spit take that is smooth and sweet. <laughs> and sticky. And frothy. Inside Mobile Apps reports that a source with knowledge in the company's decision claims that Microsoft will be phasing out Microsoft Points, its system of currency, by the end of the year. Affecting developers of Xbox Live, Windows Phone, and the Zune, Microsoft Points will be replaced by a system in which the user makes purchases with real money rather than paying (laughs) real money to buy points then using said points to make purchases. Thank God. That's a good thing. Man, uh, I was hanging out with Rick today. His account got hacked, and they, it. and they stole his uh, Xbox points. Son of a bitch! Yeah, wow, that's some shit. And uh, and and he was trying to piece. That's it together. hard to get it. Well, he was trying to fixed. piece it together, and I was like, you know, uh, did you go on the website? And he did before. I think before he got his firewall set up in his new place, mm-hmm. and they they got to him that way. Really? Yeah, because that that's what they're saying is the weakness. It's the it's the it's the online Xbox website. Nah. Not Xbox Live itself per se. I mean, there are some phishing scams on Live, but you have to like go, oh yeah, person I don't know. Here's information I shouldn't give you. Yeah, and da da da. But on the website, they can actually hack your shit to a degree. Gotcha. Because you yeah. would enter your stuff into the website. Exactly. But your stuff is on the website, whether you put it in there or not. Yeah, I know, I know, and to a degree, it's protected, I guess. But if you access it in a certain way, I don't know. Wow. I don't. I don't know. But there's yeah, hoop man. Who knows? And uh, just for you, Kirsten, I wonder if the hacking uh, of Xbox Live accounts has increased since they moved the whole uh, 
all of your account info is now in the cloud, so you can access it from any Xbox anywhere. It's quite possible. Like well, I mean, you, all you have to do is have the the username and then figure out what the password That's is, and it. you can download. That's all it takes. From what I've heard, the uptick would coincide with that transition. Yeah, mm. there you the go. uptick in hacking uh, things would would. Because because uh, Barry left his account info on our our machine. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Barry. Some asshole got hold of your shit. Yeah, I don't know. Some <laughs> asshole. Your, your your pinball effects two scores all went away. I don't know how that <laughs> I'm not sure how, but it says Doctor Vlarg is a tool again on your on your, uh, <laughs> your on your info. Well, as long as I don't figure out how to hack my information from Cut the Rope on my Droid phone, I think I'm okay. They did that on me. <laughs> yeah, you did. I can't access Cut the Rope. You did. He's, he's the rope when my app, when I access that application, it says you must be logged in to play this, and then it says turn off, and yeah, that's it. That's all he gets. It gives now. me no option to do anything. Fucking cut the rope. <laughs> cut your I game. Love that game. Did love I, that game. I, I, you have to log on to play it on your phone? And I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't. I don't not logged mine. in. It's like, what? Not logged into who? I don't know, man. That sounds that, like that's weird a little stuff, weird. Please. Yeah, it doesn't do that on mine. I think there's a ghost in your phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's Missouri <laughs> Jane. You follow the steps, footsteps all the way to the MGM. Trapped inside that gorilla glass. <laughs> Paul goes, ah! Commercial! It was a bug. Ah, someone's up on my toe. <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and talk about my phone. Well, the game just has a bug. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you writers out there. It Ooh. turns out the app, that Apple's end-user license agreement for its iBooks author publishing platform gives Apple exclusive publishing rights to what you write with it. What? Like yeah. if, like if, you, if uh, Photoshop laid claim to images you created with it. Uh, needless to say, this affects your ability to sell your own work. Basically, Apple says that anything created with the software, a work, is subject to a few rules. First off, if you want to give it away for free, that's fine. Go ahead. If you want to sell it, though, you have to sell it through Apple. What's more, you, have, you, may, you very well may have to enter into an additional written agreement before you can start selling. <clears throat> What's more, Apple reserves the right to not distribute your work at all for any or no reason, meaning that if you wrote something with iBooks author and Apple doesn't want to sell it, you're out of luck. Also, when you agree to the EULA, you're agreeing to accept, quote, lost business opportunities or lost profits as a result of use. Now, before you get too worked up, there's something here that bears emphasis. Apple is not claiming any rights to your words. They're claiming rights to the work. If you rewrite these words elsewhere, they're still yours. If you copy and paste if, them? Yeah. If you, if you, <laughs> but I'm if, not typing that shit again. But if you export the work, that's theirs. That means that you can take your book elsewhere if you just export the plain text, but at the cost of formatting which could be a lot of work on the whole book. What if I print it and then photocopy it, and then I can the photocopy to someone else? Or like if you had it published first no, and that, then that, scanned it into... No, that, that would be actually, it was still made off their work and printing from that work that would still so be like, under their... Like Pages their, is on there, right? They have a script writing program called Pages. That's part right. of iBook. So if I write something using Pages... Uh, if According to this end user agreement, if it's the same one for Pages that it is for uh, iBook's author... Well, um, then, well, yeah. That is scary. It's it scary is. for many reasons because if if that's it's a press if it sets a legal precedent for other programs like Final Draft or something like that, which people mm -hmm. use much more mm -hmm. frequently to write scripts, you would be in a whole. Heap Where of does trouble. it end? Yeah, as far as we'd have to need. go, we'd have to go back to doing things like arbitrarily knowing formats, like we had to in high school to oh write God. term yeah. papers yeah. and stuff. Uh, we'd have to be like, no, when writing this type of a script, you must set your tabs. Yeah, yeah. and as far as I can <laughs> tell, that's no place for a semicolon. 
is the first instance of a EULA restricting the output of a program. Now, granted, EULAs will tell you you can't use a program to make a certain kind of thing, but they never tell you what you can and can't do with the things you've made. Now, fortunately, this has all come out before almost anyone who have a chance to write any books using the program, and things will probably be a little clearer if and when Apple gets involved in the conversation. For now, if you want to be absolutely sure, you can do whatever you want with the words you write. Stick with what you normally use. Moleskin. Wait, you read a moleskin? Actual mole flesh. <laughs> Living moles. I love to see my words writhe on their muscled bodies. I, I got your script. It's disgusting. Oh, I can change some of the content. No, not the content. Your physical script is disgusting. <laughs> it's tattooed on the back of a filthy animal. Well, I'm so, I can't control if it thing shits it's in the box. It's fetid. I haven't gone into my office. Your script is in there. I haven't read it because my office just smells like crap. Yeah. My secretary a... loves it. She's making it rain on your mole right now. <laughs> And and it takes so long to write because you have to wait for the flesh to grow back once it's been peeled off for the next page. Oh, Oh, no, you you go into another mole. You you keep using (laughs) the same mole. Jesus, Todd, you've been doing it wrong. Page 1 through 10 is out in the backyard. (laughs) I'm working on page 11 in the bathroom. I'm sorry. Page 5 is dead. (laughs) So read it quick. Put him in a pickle jar with some vinegar. That's just a Ooh, your book is in formaldehyde. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: like, I, I, I'm still bothered by this. Uh, uh, tremendously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, absolutely. Because there's so many, there's so many things that that that, that, that doesn't work on. You know, like I, I, I'm trying to think of like a, a better example. But like, you know, like like I know like improv, right? Like you can't um, copyright formats of shows. You mm-hmm. know, so like. The legal precedent for like comedy sports or theater sports to hold weight over whether you do these games, it, it doesn't really hold a lot of water, and it never and it is never held up in a court case. No, in, in any time well, you wanted to. It, so like any kind of format to me, like the, the, the something is judging formatting is like crazy to me because they're not actually when you're not doing actual content or ideas, how can you say that you have no. rights to that? Yeah, that's like telling that's like telling a violinist you can't play. Uh, what would be considered a uh, a, a, a romantic piece? Yeah. You, you can, but not on this violin. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, but, but I guess it's more because you're agreeing to the terms and conditions, which we all never read when right. we when yeah, we got something. Well, is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Well, same thing. Like with, uh, I mean, it, not exactly the same, but YouTube. If you make any original content and you put it on YouTube, yeah. it is owned by Google. Because right. Google owns YouTube. I mean, it doesn't matter if you've had it for years, you've distributed. It, well, I mean. Our show is a little bit different because it's cross-posted to YouTube and it's under original content. Yeah. But like anybody that you know makes, you know, a video of their kid at home and uploads it to YouTube, that's owned by YouTube and hence Google. But that, that I mean, at least makes some sense to me. Right, because but you're like, using their service. Yeah, but, you're using their service. Yeah. And if, if this were to help, if, if like if I wrote a script and then that program like spread my my script around yeah, to people who might like potentially read it, but, yeah, I would be into that. I would be into them taking a piece of that from the distribution Well, standpoint. but then on the, on the other hand, they said the same thing. They said, you can do it. You can give it away for free, which is kind of what the model is coming to, which is fucked for artists of all kinds. It's getting to the point where art is just free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To pay for art, people are just like, what? Why would I pay for art? Uh, I don't think. Yeah, not I don't, totally. But I, I, yeah, because Louis C.K. I think is a great example of it. Of, of, You're of, right. Of, 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 There's of, a way around it. Yeah, but you can't use Apple. 
no, no. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a physical printer, and then I'll, and then I'll walk around finding out if anyone wants to print anything. <laughs> and that's like, anything you print on my printer, I get a piece of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's <mine>. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, oh, you want to skip to it? Let me see. Give me, give me, give me the drive. I'll print it up. And then, mine. Whoever I show it to is mine. mine. Uh, you probably can remember this guy if you've seen the movie uh, Trekkies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Elaine is the uh, consummate Trekkie trekker. When his uh, wife left him in 1994, he undertook the massive task of transforming his Leicester, UK apartment into the interior of a Starfleet starship. Yes. Yes, remember that. Which it looks and, pretty good, yeah. but then there were elements of it where you're like, huh? Yeah. 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 Yes. A little creative life. I remember The USS this. Voyager was his inspiration. Nope. No, you didn't. <laughs> of course he used Voyager as his inspiration. Yeah. Elaine the, says... The real whack jobs love Voyager. No, seriously. You find a fan of Voyager, I will show you a demented person. <laughs> Timothy <laughs> McVeigh, huge Voyager fan. <laughs> the Charlie Unabomber, Manson, loved Voyager. Favorite series, Voyager. Timothy McVeigh. Tyson Voyager fan. <laughs> Mike Tyson. If yeah, this is one series that really speaks to me, it'd probably be Voyager because of Janeway. I think you know, this is you know, she has. She brings it's like a Cartman Jerry Lewis. She brings a certain sensitivity to the royal captain. You know, uh, yeah, you know, her crew can trust it. Oh, Michael, you're my rock. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you saying that, Captain Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning to something else. What is it? Oh, I'm turning to. I don't know. What was I turning to? Mr. Tyson, to? make know. it so. <laughs> Quote I have always considered that of all the Starfleet ships, Voyager is, in terms of interior, the luxury liner of the galaxy, Elaine said it back in 2009. Wait, what? It's just the most recently constructed. <laughs> For 10 years, Elaine lovingly transformed his 500-square-foot apartment also, into a fully realized Trek fan's dream by handcrafting all the furnishings, adding molded walls, high-tech bathroom, voice-activated blue high-tech lighting. High-tech bathroom. Let's go back. Let's <laughs> talk about the high-tech oh, bathroom. Oh, boy. Was that... What makes it high-tech? <laughs> I'm positive that it turns your waste into drinking water. <laughs> well, there's a robot in there that rains gold-pressed latinum on you when you're on the toilet. <laughs> So, welcome to my house. If you're thirsty, go take a douche. And you can, you can drink your own shot in a little bit. It takes about half an hour. So go ahead and shit now, and we'll have cocktails later. God. Shit. Let's like I always say, shit now or forever drink your pee. What else would be high-tech about it? Because bathrooms are very high-tech. Well, the fact that... that Anytime you start to put extra electricity in the bathroom, I get worried. Well, like, <laughs> like we we already utilize toilets and the sinks afterwards and soaps without touching anything. You know, we already there is that. Yes, we're there's already, all that. We're already I don't we already pretty what, tech savvy with the old bathroom. What makes his bathroom so high tech? It doesn't go on. That's that's it the material fa- to the goddamn story. It has a you fax had machine. you had a. Book on this camp you could go to. You don't know anything about this high tech bathroom. Hey, hey Todd. Welcome. Again, again, it's not that I don't have information about the story. That's not the point of the story. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to. What? I'm Talk just, about burying the lead. There's a high tech bathroom. bathroom out there that we want to use. Hey, Todd. Welcome to the mind of Paul Manningly. Yeah. Like, like is the high tech bathroom. Is it a, a high tech bathroom? High tech bathroom. Stop. You know, yeah. I, I will. I will stop. They just say that this goddamn place looks awesome. Okay. It does. Okay. I've All seen right. it. Unfortunately. 
The soon-to-be ex-wife named Georgina, who actually owns the apartment and has paid the mortgage since 94, wants to sell it in the divorce. <laughs> so Elaine did on his own patrol. So Elaine has no choice but <laughs> Hashtag to... #shocker. <laughs> <laughs> no choice but to dis- He wasn't paying the mortgage? No way. Cuz he's spending his money on making it look like a speech. <laughs> Elaine has no choice but to destroy the entire thing. So how much would it cost for Lane to rebuild the whole thing from scratch? Close to a hundred thousand pounds, one hundred and fifty-five thousand six hundred and thirty dollars. I am answering your question. God damn it! Let me finish the story and then ask your question. How much for just the high tech bathroom? Is, I believe that is a one hundred thousand of does that. Does he get dollar. to salvage the high tech bathroom? It's rumored that Georgina is a Romulan. <laughs> I will destroy the ship. But no, you're right. Don't build your amazing high-tech apartment in somebody else's home. No. Talk about your Tholian webs. <laughs> don't, build, don't build your spaceship in someone else's house. Hey, hey, you might have a crash on your couch for a few days. Yeah, no problem. Do you also, um, like, what are you going to do with that bathroom? What do you mean, what am I going to do with the bathroom? It's a bathroom. No, like, are you going to, like, do you mind if I, like, trick it out a little bit? <laughs> Do you, do, I, you, do you mind if I high tech it? Do I, like, like no offense, but your bathroom's like very low tech. And like, like I looked under your, uh, I looked under your sink, and there's just like a sink there. <laughs> like, I'm used to seeing robots. I'm used to seeing dancing robots. Like I peed in a bowl and I just like went somewhere else. I, I, I could be drinking that right now. <laughs> what a waste! Oh, the waste! You are wasting. That's- Oh, all the tech that we've put into bathrooms has been that. Like, if we want to travel, we need to figure out a way to turn our waste into drinking water. And it's been a month since I've had a good poop waffle. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really crazy. I have, I have, a, I have an ego press in my bathroom. <laughs> you know what? There, there is a romantic comedy solution to this problem. Oh God! Oh yeah, there is. He should try to get her back. back. Yeah. He wins her back. How how did he puts wallpaper? He puts he puts a thin veneer wallpaper over everything. Look, I've changed. (laughs) (laughs) Look what I've done for you. Everything's different now. The spaceship is gone. I'm back to Earth and loving you. So Tom Hanks and Meg Griffin is what you're saying. I need, I need Tom to Hanks tr- and Meg no, Griffin. But he sounds like Russell Brand right now. So I mean, <laughs> Melanie Griffin. That's what I said. Melanie Griffin. Yeah, that's the one. And her giant lips. <laughs> in this relationship, I need you to try harder. Well, I'm giving it all she has. <laughs> I changed. Anyway, <laughs> I've got to use the high tech bathroom. Time to boldly go That's in it. the waffle iron where I make my waffle turds. What you are holding looks very important there, Torgo. <laughs> wow, you better explain that real quick. Oh, oh, I just had a hearty breakfast come out my bum. Rim shot. Oh, it'll never be the same. Paul Mattingly, the new Russell Brand, ladies and gentlemen. What I have here is the official press release from the Motion Picture Association of America. Okay. Regarding? Regarding their response to all the the SOPA blackouts that happened last week. Okay. Okay. So I'll just read it direct. Uh, This is uh, from uh, Jerry Movie House. On what software did he write this press release? Oh, <laughs> that's key. I bet it was an Apple. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood? Yeah. 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 The following is a statement by Senator Chris Dodd, chairman and CEO of the Motion Picture Association of America. Jerk off. The senator is the chairman the, of the Motion Picture Association. On the so-called Blackout Day protesting anti-piracy Hold legislation. On. 
Yes. Conflict of fucking interest. Oh, Here think? it is. This is it. Only days after the White House and chief sponsors of the legislation responded to the major concern expressed by opponents and then called for all parties to work cooperatively together, some technology business interests are resorting to stunts that punish their users or turn them into corporate pawns rather than coming to the table to find solutions to a problem that all now must seem to agree is very real and damaging. It is an irresponsible response and a disservice to people who rely on them for information and use their services. It is also an abuse of power given the freedoms these companies enjoy in the marketplace today. It's a dangerous and troubling development when the platforms that serve as gateways to information intentionally skew the facts to incite their users in order to further their corporate interests. A so-called blackout is yet another gimmick, albeit a dangerous one, designed to punish elected and administration officials who are working diligently to protect American jobs from foreign criminals. It is our hope that the White House and the Congress will call on those who intend to stage this blackout to stop the hyperbole and PR stunts and engage in meaningful efforts to combat piracy. Wow. Unquote. This this coming from... He's right. Chris Adams is right. I, I want to get sued for posting stuff on YouTube. <laughs> I want to... Be able to be punished by the law. How dare I I'm abuse such a pawn. my freedom? Yeah. I, I hate having shit for free on the internet for everyone. What a dick. What he a quotes, fucking dick. He quotes in there, American jobs. This is the industry that ships productions to Canada, to Mexico. Animation and, done in Korea. In, in order to save the almighty dollar in their production costs. How is it saving American jobs? Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a time when Hollywood was the big export still. Yeah. When, when other stuff wasn't. Well, it, but not, it still is. It's just the like productions like are not yeah. done yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, man. They still make huge amounts of money off of the properties that they own. Right. They just work they, in Canadians to death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. For, That's how we get our X-Files. What I've read, we might actually have, just have to solve our problems out. by, I don't know, uh, you know, making actual agreements between people and not trying to just pass laws that... You know, regularly for some people. Mm-hmm. Well, they the, the, one of the things that uh, that was coming out of this is that they have the tools to fight piracy already. Yeah, the they real, just they the want the really shitty Millennium Act. Yeah, they 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 want broader powers. They they want the whole thing with those kinds of laws is they're supposed to be very specific for a reason, mm-hmm. so well, that they can't given, be broadly. They're across, basically applied. given government censorship power. Yes, exactly. To use at their purvey. Right. And there is no block on the extent of that power and uh there, there is no there's no checks and balances written in there on the extent of that power you don't like a video game review oh look at that comment section close it down yep well it, interestingly enough uh I, I think it was biggs that posted this on on uh, online i was just reading today uh, about uh the guy that ran a, a website called mega upload which uh you know, that got shut down Tim.com? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something about he's looking at 50 years yeah. worth of, uh, you know, jail time if convicted. And they, they, they put it right up next to a picture of a guy that uh, raped, murdered, and disposed of the body of a woman that only, and he only got 20 years yeah. in jail. Wow. So, uh, yeah, kind of. So it's quite obvious we do need better laws to control piracy. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, it's, yeah. Clearly that, you know, law is not being applied 
properly. Yeah, well, or that justly. guy, that guy violated corporations. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, and every one of those which corporations is, exactly the is a person. Right. He, whereas they, the whereas yeah. the girl that was murdered, that was just one. Yeah, person. it's Paramount so. Pictures getting chopped up and raped. Yeah, guys. Yeah. that's right. And put <laughs> in Irish rape corporate people. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Ugh. On that note, <laughs> well, hopefully that I mean I think most of that falls on deaf ears. I don't think many no. people. Everyone's looking at that as the ridiculous statement that it is. Yeah, I don't think anyone, anyone reading that, has already made up their mind about it. Probably, and they're either going, "Well said," <laughs> "Let's go have another cracker." I just or, don't like the hypocrisy of. Let's some go of the be another cracker. Let's go beat another cracker. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, um, it's garbage. Yeah. So that's what we got. What you got? Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. And watch The Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Mm-hmm. Like us on Facebook. When we hit that next 100 level, the prize goes out. We're very close. Like 25 more people. Yeah. Indeed. Pretty cool. And please don't distribute this show unlawfully. <laughs> no, distribute this show unlawfully. <laughs> that's right. We got yeah. plenty of listeners in China. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please. Please, please, please send it out to friends if you like it. Post it up. It's a free it. show. We own the copyright. You know, distribute it how you want. Big We're thanks giving it to, for you. Uh, big thanks to Anthony again for all his uh, good yeah, work, Anthony. Absolutely. I can hardly wait yeah. till you get to my episodes. Oh, his <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and as uh, Mystery Science Theater said, keep just keep uh, circulating the tapes. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. That's Thank it. You. That's how this stuff works. Although we claim ownership on any device the show is played on. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, thanks. so uh, start start returning those uh, iPods, iPods, iPads. Yeah. So if we could only like if we claim the device that it's played on, then anything that's played on after the device is partially ours. So we could technically own like Led Zeppelin. We own everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 We did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're millionaires, and we didn't even know. That's it. right. <laughs> And thanks again for listening. Very much. We'll talk to you next week. I am Master Torgo. Eat your balls. <laughs> 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. Sweet Betty D. And yeah, talk to you next week. I got... <laughs> Anybody want to eat this paper? It's made of vanilla. It's made of vanilla? Yeah, go ahead. Try it. I'm gonna it's go mold. Go Don't do it. It's oh, it smells mold. terrible. Yeah. It's because it was made in a very, very expensive high-tech bathroom. Well, that's it, because it's yeah, that MPAA garbage. That's why it 14 stinks. years, I'll stuff into a hot dog. That's right. <laughs> 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 MPAA dog. Rarest hot dog. <laughs> <laughs>